to work, go high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high, ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode 13 of the Out of the Minds podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper, and today we have a guest proving that we do in fact know one other person who plays X-Wing. Yeah, it's the newest member of Tin Squadron. It's Stuart. Hello guys, alright? Yeah, so we got a pretty pretty interesting one today, uh, because you guys went to a, a small event, like <laughs> run by some local guys in the Midlands, I think. The second of they were in, yeah. So I wasn't a part of that. So I'm not going to have much to add, but we'll see if I can think of some questions as you guys talk. Because we've got two lists to talk about. One's fine, I guess. Sean's all right. But the other one is super interesting. Uh, and I bet none of you can guess which two ships it involves. So, uh, yeah, Stuart and I went to the Sift Takers Open. Uh, massive shout out to the Sift Takers for putting it on. Uh, big shout out to Tim King and Daryl McDowell for organizing toing on the day um and it was it was such a great opportunity to to put faces to people that i've been talking to on discord for the last 15 months or so so yeah yep yeah definitely agree there's some marvelous guys up there absolutely amazing people oh it was a hoot wasn't it the x-wing was great and the, the the social aspect afterwards was was really fun so yeah definitely as you see Looking forward to the next one. Um, they've just announced it while we're just getting ready to record. Uh, February 2022. So hopefully we'll see a lot of you there. On to the tournament. So, I took Ray and Poe. Uh, nice, simple, two-ship resistance. Ray has Corsella, Rose Tico, Finn, uh, Ray's Millennium Falcon. So that sort of standard Ray, fat Ray build. And then I'd put Stealth Device on her. And Poe was running Heroic R4, Ferrosphere Paint to try and discourage people from taking locks, uh, Overdrive Thrusters, S-Foils, Black One, and Proton Torpedoes. My my first opponent uh, was Matt Cook. Um, and Matt was flying Resistance as well. And he'd brought four Blue Squadron rookie T-70s with foils and the BB Astromech. And then Rose in the pod with C-3PO. So that's basically McJousty, right? It, yeah. Like yes. functionally, like the, the same yeah. core idea is there. Yeah, it, 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 it's a joust list, definitely. Um, and this game was actually a really, really interesting one to, to start the day with. Uh, Matt flew it incredibly well, and I was, I was getting shots off, but I was taking shots in return, and we were sort of just basically plinking damage here and through, and I'd half a ship... And then he'd half one of mine, and then I'd half two more and get back ahead on points. And then he halved the other ship, and then it's like, oh, it's really close. And I think with a couple of minutes to go, um, there was about f- five or ten points in it, I want to say. Um, and right at the death, I managed to plank another half on a T-70. Um, but that was a... Uh, 114 to 96 and you know that was really close and yeah it was it was a great laugh though we um we both had a good chuckle and yeah a good start to the day i'm one nil up my my target as i go to any of the events is generally win a game don't go nil and six so target achieved and then things 
don't go my way. Um, and game two, I got paired against James. Uh, James Rond, and I apologise in advance for everyone if I mispronounce your name. Pronunciation is not my strong suit. Uh, and James was flying an interesting list, actually. Um, it, it was Republic. It was three arcs and a lat gunship, but in a combination I've never seen before. So he had the 212 generic lat with no upgrades, a generic 104th battalion arc, uh, wolf with crack shot, and sinker with a hull upgrade. So this game um, went much like the last because, yeah, I had to be careful. I didn't think, much as Ray loves jousting, I didn't think jousting this list uh, would be wise. Um, so Ray unusually actually spent most of the game with her arcs in the side kiting round. So I can see, I can see that because like, like Ray's thing is that she one shots ships yeah. with three to four hull. But the problem is if you joust the arc swarm, you're like they're like cool. You took out my shields. Now you die. Yeah, exactly. So three arcs is not something to uh to just you know to just to plink damage into and hope to win the damage race because no. they're just so tanky. No. Um. But yeah, so this one, um, we we were both a bit cagey, um, and just getting range three obstructed shots at the beginning, plinking a little damage here, a little damage there, nothing major. Um, and then I managed to get a range one out the front shot with Ray um, on the lat, at the same time that I set up a proton torpedo from Poe. I'd plink the two shields off and I managed to sweep all eight damage through in in one engagement and I was quite happy with that because that then takes uh one of the passive reroll opportunities away and I think in return for that Ray was one above half um and the rest of the game was basically Poe trying to dive in plink off stuff try and get his other torp off uh he did uh Poe took out sinker and then poe's dice just abandoned him and and poe died sounds like poe yes that definitely sounds like poe um but at this point because i've killed um i've killed the lat and i've killed sinker i'm still ahead on points um because poe's 94 and i'd done 106 at this point but ray is one above half um and so I'm facing near a board edge, uh, near a corner. There's a debris field that I really wanted to two bank over. Unfortunately, the last damage that she took was a stunned pilot. So going over that debris is going to half her, basically. Right, and so that's something you really don't want to do. So I don't want to do. So at this point, I'm facing away from the two arcs. They're chasing me. There's three minutes left on the clock. Uh, the arcs move in behind. I take a three hard, basically, the long way round the debris. Um, but it means that my arc, my arcs aren't... My bowtie arcs aren't facing the right direction, so I don't have a shot. And I'm left with two choices. The engagement's clearly at range three, and it is very only just range three. I can... I've got two stress at this point. So I've still got the opportunity to boost or rotate. Um, I I can't boost 
to the left because I will clip the uh, debris field still. Uh, I, if I boost straight or right, uh, if I boost straight, I don't get out of range three. But I think if I boost right, I do get out of range three. The problem with that is it leaves me so close to the board edge, I don't think I can swing around again. You said there was only like three minutes left on the clock. Yeah. So I look at the clock and I go, if I do that boost, I'm not getting a shot. My opponent, James, will get one shot at range three. Um, and that's not going to take three minutes. And then I'm, I'm trapped in front of the um, in front of the board edge with nowhere to go. So I rotated because at least then I was getting a shot. Um, Ray fired out the side arc. So she's not getting all her fancy whiz. And I think I plinked a couple of shields off. Um, but James took the range three shot back uh, and rolled three hits. And so no matter right, so what... so that's, that's yeah, the damage through that's, and that's your that's, half. That's the half. If I'd been able to bank over the debris, then I would have had a better boosting angle and could dodge the arcs. But that's that. I'd argue possibly getting her where she was in the first place is the mistake. Yeah, last roll of the dice. Um, and because, obviously, I'm flying two very expensive ships, that's quite a chunk of... Yeah, that'll be a big swing. So I've gone from 90... 94, sorry. Uh, 106 to... 106 for me to 143 for James. So... 1-1, one, one, okay, that's not too bad. Now we come to game three. And game three is probably the game that cost me making the cut. Spoilers. I mean, I could argue that if the outcome of game three had changed, my opponents wouldn't have been the same for four, five, and six. But right, so into it though. Another interesting list. In fact, a lot of them were very interesting lists I got to fly against. Uh, and game three was against Dave Case. And Dave had brought Echo in the Phantom with Fifth Brother, Stealth Device, Advanced Sensors, and Outmaneuver, and Darth Vader in the Defender, naked. What was the bid on that? Well, that clock's in at two hundred. So oh, wow. he's got he's got a four and a six, but I've got a five and a six that are moving after. Um, and quite soon into the game, actually, we ended up with Echo dead, and I'd managed to half Vader. I'd taken the shields down, and he'd taken Ray in return. So I'm comfortably ahead on points at this point i've got poe who has all his shenanigans with double repositions using twos instead of ones moving after vader um but i look up at the clock and there's still 47 minutes left and i thought to myself wow it's not gonna be very fun it's not very sporting to run away with poe for 47 minutes and so i I continued trying to engage, and that was my mistake. Because if I had run away, and I genuinely think I could have kept out of Ada's arc for, for 45 minutes, uh, the way we'd been flying for the previous 30 or so, that would have been a guaranteed win. But what happened was Vader did a 4K, focus evaded. Poe did a 4K over him. And I judged the distance that the four was going to go perfectly. Poe landed maybe five millimetres the other side of Vader, staring into his flank. Unfortunately, Poe was 
just far enough to the left as I was looking that the corner of his base was in Vader's arc. Vader shoots first. Vader shoots first. Four hits. Uh, Poe rolled Poe stuff uh, and got halved. Uh, no crits, but I'd taken the three shields and three shields and one damage and was directly down to half. Um, I plinked, I think, one off Vader in return because unmodded shot, even though it was range one, four dice, he's got focus of aid um, and three, three agility. So Vader's not dead and I'm halved. And that means I'm behind. In a really funny turn of events, I spend the next 30 minutes not engaging Vader because I know a one-on-one is not going to go well for me. Um, so I should have just run away because that's effectively what I did. Uh, and then Vader, I think, went over a debris field, uh, took the stress, rolled a crit, and the crit was a panicked pilot. Oh, triple stressed. Yeah, Vader's triple stressed, which means he's not getting his actions. He's not getting the full throttle ability. He can't use the force on defense. I thought, this is the time I've got to, got to swing in and try and kill him. So I swing in. Uh, I think we end up at range two of each other. Uh, I take a target lock. Vader shoots first. Does three hits. Um, all three go through and he kills Poe. But then simultaneous fire. Poe shoots back and plinks the last health off Vader. So everyone's dead. So it goes to the first final salvo that I've had to partake in. Uh, we're both rolling six dice, so it's pretty even. Uh, and we both roll three hits. Uh, so, we, so we rolled off again. Uh, and Dave rolled three again. Uh, and I only rolled two this time. So a 200-200 loss to me. So now I'm 1-2. And that, if if I played properly to win... That should have been a win to me. I should have... And I don't want to say don't care if my opponent thinks it's a... You know, it's no fun chasing Poe for 48 minutes. Because you can still be friendly, you can still be nice, you can have a good time with your opponent. But if you want to make cuts, you've got to win. And yeah. my my win condition there was run away. And don't get halved. And that's what I should have done. And that is a a lesson I will, you know, I will not soon forget. You know, that win, if my other results had stayed the way they were, would have ended up with me going 4-2, and all 4-2s make the cut. That's something to consider for the future. You know, this podcast is designed about around getting better, making cuts, and that's a lesson. Right, so, yeah, I'm 1-2 at the moment. Um, so, game four. Uh, I got Steve... It's Steve Bolton, isn't it? Uh, from the Vagabonds. Yes. And Steve had brought uh, Bosk in the 666 with Zam, Triple Zero, BT1, False Transponder Codes and Cutthroat, uh, Lando in the Escape Craft, uh, Genesis Red in the M3A with Cutthroat and Proton Torpedoes, and Joy Wreckoff in the Fang Fighter with Cutthroat and Ion Torpedoes. And I knew this game was straight away going to be tough because it's got Bosk with Zam. And that's just those two cards are going to make a tough game. The fact that Joy can negate defense dice, especially on my very expensive one and two agility ships, was a worry. 
so this game was basically it started off with us I I kept Ray and Poe apart basically trying to see where boss goes because boss can't turn around so when I've got a better idea of where boss goes I can sort of plan my engagement a bit better um, and we engage and Ray does Ray things um, and I think I halved Bosk, halved Lando, and I want to say halved Joy, uh, and I traded that for Ray. And I think that left me about 10 points short. Ouch. Yeah. If I'd... It's the same as the previous game. If I'd got a few more points so that I was ahead, I was quietly confident. Because this took longer, so we didn't have as much, as much time left. I was confident that I could keep Poe away. Um, but Poe had to go hunting. Um, and Poe doesn't like it um, too much when he's forced into engaging not on his own terms. Um, and trying to get damage through, I think I killed, I want to say, Lando. Um, and maybe halved something. Uh, but Poe eventually died because he kept having to get into situations where he was getting shot because I didn't have the opportunity, uh, the luxury of running away because I was behind. Uh, and that was a 200, 129 loss. And then on to round five. Uh, and round five, I was playing Jonathan Harrop. Uh, and Jonathan, you said me, he doesn't normally play. He uh, He's normally one of the people who helps organise, run, um, and works behind the bar at Element. But he was saying that it was his... Uh, his New Year's resolution to play more X-Wing this year. Seems fair. It's a good, uh, it's a good one to have, I reckon. Yeah. Really nice chap. Really lovely. And he'd bought a really interesting list. He'd bought triple Aether Sprites. Oh, good man. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. So he's... Uh, Definitely, 100%. He's bought Anakin, Obi and Plo. Uh, they've all got calibrated laser targeting. Plo and Obi have both got R2s, and Anakin's got R4P17. So, that clocks in at 189, so Jonathan's outbidding me. We all know the Delta 7 is a nippy little ship, and with the fine-tuned controls, can pretty much go where it wants to. So I was quite worried about this. Um, so I set up Ray and Poe in separate corners, try and force him to spread out. I've got better opportunities if it's a one-on-one. Um, but I know from flying them for two years how easily Jedi can pop. He ended up setting up... He set the two his two fives opposite Ray, and Anakin slightly off to, a, to the side. And basically, at the beginning engagements, um, the Jedi flew down the side of the board, and Anakin turned in behind the two I-5s. So I was like, this isn't great, because if he lines up some nice range 1-2 bullseyes, that's going to be a lot of, you know, you're, you're going to push one past Ray's stealth device pretty quickly. And then you're going to, st- yes, she's going to shoot back, um, but she's going to take a lot of damage at the same time. And I don't overly want to end up, say, trading Ray for the two I-5s, because Anakin versus 
Poe when Poe's moving first isn't ideal. Anakin's got enough in him to, you know, just plink one through at a time. But you get those four through and that's half on Poe. Um, but I I managed to get some, some good blocks on the I-5s, uh, which then allowed Poe to sweep in uh, and launch his torpedoes. And I managed to get one torpedo onto Obi, one torpedo onto Plo, uh, and with each of those I pushed half damage through. Uh, the shield and the and a damage um, and then before Jonathan really was able to R2 and disengage and regen shields Ray was basically able to turn around and you know hammer them as Ray does out the front um, so it actually ended up quite nicely in my favour of Ray on half and Poe on full against Anakin. And that's a lot easy that's a lot easier for me because okay, Anakin's moving after both, but I now have two arcs. One of them's a large base. That's a wide area I can cover where he can get shot. And if you you know, if you sustain shooting on the uh on the Jedi, they'll run out of force, they will die. Um and eventually that's what happened. Um, so that was a 247 win, which was quite good because real help for the MOV. And by this point, uh, Chris Burnett had uh, whizzed out the cut calculator. Uh, and because there was only one undefeated person at that point, we realised that one, three and three would make the cut. So I'm two, three at the moment, but I'm... I th- think i want to say second or third of the two threes so i'm like okay there's a there's a possibility here get a good good win on the last one and yeah it could go well um so my round six opponent was jay claire and jay brought resistance uh, and was flying uh, an almost identical ray to me except no stealth device Eloasti in the T seventy with heroic, and then ZZ with crack shot, heroic, and optics. And I can sum up this um, this game quite easily. The dice decided it. Oh dear! Is is yeah? That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> it's the easy way to do it. Um, I don't think either of us flew particularly badly. Um. <sighs> I'd I'd possibly argue that while the dice decided it, it was more the green dice because Ray's got enough passive mods built in to her to overcome variants on the reds. And to round that one up really quickly, that was another two hundred forty seven win. So cleared cleared out the resistance for half of my Ray. And I think at that point I'd gone back and sat with the tins. And we were waiting for all the results to come in, and I I'd started eighth, and as they were they were rolling in, I was dropping down, obviously dropping down. Uh, and obviously top sixteen cut, I finished eighteenth. So yeah, so close. Oh, very close, very close. I was third of the three and threes, and I was forty four points MOV off off taking that so 
another ship in one of the games that I lost uh, a couple of halves, or winning and the one that was in my control was winning the one that went to final salvo. Would have would have got me either top of the three and threes or four and twos and definitely three. But from one and three down, I was quite happy with three and three. So yeah, no, I think that, that's fair. That was good. That's, that's, a, that's a good result, to be fair. And that was my uh, yeah, that was my Sith Taker open. I'm not going to talk about Hyperspace Day Two because that just went appallingly, and then I drove home. But I wasn't the only person attending the Sith Takers open, so I will stop my rambling. Uh, and let's hear how Stuart gone. Yeah, thank you, Sean. So, uh, yeah, there was a few of us. A few of us obviously went up on the on the weekend. I think it was four of us all together, wasn't it? Um, I went up with my friend Brett. Um, I met up with you guys, didn't we? So, uh, yeah, I decided to take two Etters, two Jedi Etters, just two, three whole ships. That's it. Six health in my entire hundred and eighty-one point list. Um, six health, six force, and a dream. Yeah, right. It's great. I just, I just <laughs> like to say, all credit to you because I, I just, I don't have the skill to even attempt to fly a list like that. Neither do I, but that wouldn't stop me. <laughs> do you know what? That's exactly my point. You know, we've been in lockdown for over a year and a half. We've hardly seen anyone, and I just wanted to go up there and have fun. And to me, this list is X-wing at its best. <laughs> you know, awesome. if if you want to fly on the edge of your seat and you know play into the dice or you know arc dodge that big shot, this list does it, and it does it very well. Yeah. Um. Obviously, variance makes a big difference to it when it really doesn't go your way, <laughs> um, as I'll explain in a minute. So, um, yeah. So I finished the tournament on two four. So it's Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, obviously I six um, coming in at eighty nine points which is just crazy for a free health ship. Um, but he's got a jamming beam purely for the fact it's zero points and why not stick it on if you've got a, a slot left to take it. Um, he's got precognitive reflexes, uh, which is a force upgrade, which lets you boost or barrel before you uh, activate, but after you reveal your, your dial. Um, he's got stealth device, adding that fourth green dice, obviously really key to the survival of this list. He's got a Republic-only droid called R2A6, which after you reveal your dial, you may set your dial to a speed higher or lower um, by one speed. It doesn't give you stress. It's just it's just really good for six points. And uh, the last one is Outmaneuver. So I'm reducing my opponent's green dice by one. Uh, I then have Obi-Wan Kenobi, also in the Etta, coming at 92 points. Um, he has a very similar but it's called Supernatural Reflexes. Um, this is actually costs 24 points. The difference between this and Precog is after you do a uh, boost or barrel, you may still take an action, whereas Precog, you can't do that with Anakin, so he either moves after or before he activates, basically. Um, also a stealth device. Uh, he has Lone Wolf to re-roll a defense or, a, or an attack dice if he's outside of range 0-2 to two of Anakin. Generally, they, he normally is. Um, he has auto blasters for, for hoping to roll some crits. And he has the crit droid R7A7. Um, obviously, that combined with water blasters is basically um, automatic damage that's non blockable. 
So that is my list um, coming in at 181 points. So, yeah, so obviously going into my, my six games, um, game one was against a guy called Richard Greenaway, um, a Vagabond Squadron, really nice chap. Um, there's been a, a, a few nice words said about him online recently about running or, um, events during lockdowns. Um, and he has two amazing kids that also play X-Wing with him. So shout out to Richard and his family. Yeah, I think he actually celebrated his birthday over the weekend as I, well. I believe so, so yes. So uh, a belated happy birthday from everyone down here. Okay. Uh, so uh, Richard was flying a bit of a funky resistance list, actually. Um, I did have to look at it a couple of times to, to sort of click to it. But so he has Paige Tico in the Star Fortress um, with heroic Finn. Veteran turret gunner, bomblet generator, and delayed fuses. Um, he has Rose Tico with C3PO. So after she coordinates, she gets sec- she gets to do a calculate. Really good combination in this list. Um, he has two red red squadron expert T70 X wings, um, both with heroic and the S foils, and one of them has the M9G8 droid, which I believe is the re-roll one attack dice on something that it's got target locked. So uh, he has, uh, I believe, an I-5 and two I-3s and an I-2, I believe, on Rose. I'm not sure on Rose's initiative. Uh, Rose is an um, I-3. Oh, so it's three I-3s and an I-5. Cool. Um, he list came at 200 points. Um, so I, I believe I decided to, to let him place the first rock. Um, so I've got Obi-Wan moving after Paige. So looking at his list, it's got a lot of health to chew through especially with those seven health X-Wings and Paige. So I deployed in the complete opposite corner to him uh, with Obi and Annie and decided to, to kind of slow slow play the start with and see where, how he engaged. Um, Anakin didn't basically leave his deployment zone at all for about 50, well, about 40 minutes of the game, um, drawing Richard's list in. Um, which all basically flew down his left flank of the board and hoped to grab Anakin. And, the, and while this was happening, Obi decided to outflank uh, Rich's list on um, coming up the left side of my board and got in behind, hitting into Paige with everything he could possibly muster while not getting shot. <laughs> and that's the key point, not getting shot with this list. Because um, if you get so shot, this... you give your greens a chance to fail. Exactly. And if your greens fail, uh, chances are your ship isn't going to be around. No, no, no. It's, it's, I'll tell you what, it's a very scary thing. Especially when uh, Paige can uh, can double tap fire at you um, using Heroic and Finn, which, which is an amazing combination. So, especially with his, uh, with his turret gun, which is only a two-dice gun to start with. Um, so, the gist of the game was Obi managed to pretty much take Paige out on his own. Um, it wasn't until sort of 45, 50 minutes where Anakin really got into the flank of Paige and put a four dice primary gun into her, which was four hits, which really stuck, uh, which finished her off. Um, Rose decided to disengage for some reason. I wasn't quite sure. I think she was afraid of Anakin coming up behind her. She disengaged, which let let me basically just just pick um, half a hat to half another X-wing after that um, to actually steal the win. Which was really surprised actually. I was, you know, looking at this game, I thought, oh no, this isn't good, especially with all those three dice guns. So in the end, it, I won 101 to nothing. Uh, yeah, game two was a bit of a, a, a bit of a horrid one to be fair. 
Um, Craig Reed was my opponent. Um, he's the, the father of uh, Tom Reed, um, who, who won the Sif Taker event this year and last year. So obviously it must run in the family, the, uh, the ability to play X-Wing. I believe Craig <laughs> made the final as well. He did, yes. Um, and this was a list that we were discussing on the way up in the car. Um, so it's Bosk, Asajj and Lando in the Millennium Falcon. But it, it is horrible. It's, it's all about using false transponder codes and just keeping that active the whole game. Um, just denying your opponent any actions, any repositions, or anything you can do. So it's Bosk in the the six six six, similar to what Sean faced earlier, uh, with a jamming beam, false transponder codes, Zam Wessel, and Greedo. Uh, Lando Carrison in the in the Millennium Falcon with Jabba the Hutt, Lando's uh, Falcon title, and false transponder codes. Asajj Ventress with triple zero. Contraband Cybernetics, the Shadowcaster title, and False Transponder Codes, funny enough. Um, I believe Jabba has four charges, and each Transponder Code is one charge. So he has he has seven opportunities to jam you with target locks. Oh, sounds it, obnoxious. It, it really is horrendous. Um, the, the game didn't go to time, uh, unfortunately. Um, I tried my best. Um, I deployed in the opposite corner to him again. He kept everything together in a little bunch uh, and moved very slowly out of his corner. As you can imagine, with, with Bosk being able to stop um, and Lando sort of bumping into the flank of him for a round really slowed him down where, unfortunately, the Portettas only have hard ones to go slow. Um, so I decided to, to do my, 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 uh, my normal opening manoeuvre. Two banks and barrel out to give me a much distance between my two ships as I can without really, really separating them. So Obi comes up my right flank while Craig's list comes down his right flank. We kind of get to the centre of the board and uh, decide to, to start turning in. So normally, if my list can weather the first engagement, I can disappear at the back end and have some good flank shots with Anakin. And that was my plan. Um, I managed to get uh, Obi into range one of Lando, arc dodging Asage, and range two of Bosk. Um, unfortunately, he took a tr- false transponder code in a jam. Um, so I'm sat at range one of Lando, uh, not stressed. So it's only a two dice gun, which I thought a three dice gun. So I thought, ah, oh, that's okay, I'll be fine. Completely forgetting Obi Wan's pilot ability. If he or Anakin are at range zero to one of an enemy ship, and there is more enemy ships than friendly ships. You may spend a force to take a focus token. Now, me being me, got it. Um, and it actually cost me the game for that one turn, which was, I think, turn four of the game. So we'd only been playing like 15 minutes. Uh, being jammed, I could have taken my focus token for the force point and then taken an evade, which was absolute key to this this round of combat. Um, Obi shoots into, into Lando. There's a couple of shields because it's in bullseye. Uh, keeping my, my lone wolf... For defense, uh, uh, boss shoots me, gets a hit crit. As you can probably imagine where this is going. Um, I roll, in, I roll one one evade and three and two blanks, I believe. Gutted. Obi's just taken two damage out of boss's crit. If I taken that evade, you would have taken any damage. So remember, your triggers is the key to this. Uh, is the point of this game? Yeah. Um, when, you, when you can pretend yeah. to be a defender, pretend to be a defender. 
Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> but at this point, Anakin has come up the rear flank, uh, coming in behind Bosk. That's key to taking Bosk out, get behind him. Anakin got there. Um, the following turn, I plan to boost Obi-Wan with a bank boost. But Bosk managed to sit his big old base in front of me, blocking my uh, my boost and my five straight is right for the board edge. Still land on the board, but Bosk is shooting me at range two, finishes Obi-Wan off. Now, funny enough, from this point, the game actually goes on quite a while. Um, Anakin, with his part ability, is to remove red tokens. Um, so it's very similar to Obi's, but removing red tokens, but zero range to one. So I decide, right, let's get up per close and personal with these guys, because they're going to start jamming me, taking target locks. So I get right up in behind, and I just try and try and try to get shots. Um, reds aren't hitting. Combination of reinforce on his ships. It just... Yeah, and, and Anakin just was just inevitable that he was just going to, to pop at some point. So the game ended at 0 to 200. Um, but shout out to Craig. He flew his list very well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I tried to predict stuff and it was just a very hard game all around. I mean, a, a, list, a list like that with that amount of health and that amount of punch back is always going to be a hard, hard matchup for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if it was... If there wasn't the transponder codes, the false transponder codes, I probably felt like I could have done a bit more in it. Um, but having a jam every turn when you're in the in in range three of one of his ships, oh, what can yeah. you do? You know, well, yeah. any list coming in. I mean, look at if Poe took against it, for example. Oh, look, you've got two jam tokens. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's exactly. his target lock gone. That's his focus is gone. It's yeah. So my third game was actually against Stevie B, which is the guy you played with Bosk. Joy, Lando, and Genesis Red? Yes. I say, I believe it went slightly better for you than it went for me. It did. Um, this, this this game was nuts. I can't believe it went so well, to be honest. Um, it actually ended 155 in my favour to nothing. Which is That's a huge a accomplishment swing. for my list. Yeah. You know, the fact that my list with its two dice primary gun and three dice bullseye managed to take out Bosk, Joy, and Lando... <laughs> All right, all right, Stuart. We get it. You're the better X-Wing player. It's fine. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's not what I'm getting at. I know, I know. But it was it was a combination of some very good green dice in my favour. Um, knowing not to attack Bosk first, I think, helped as well. Um, Bosk is just a tank. He's just going to sit in front of you, shoot you, greed you, do everything it can. But I remember the game as I, I deployed... Opposite corner again. It's like I always do with this list. Um, you don't want to be you don't want to be charging in too quick. You want to get some time to try and get in a flank somewhere. But the the key moments I remember was Obi Wan got pounced on again. <laughs> Bosk moved so quickly, um, and and caught me a little bit flat footed. Actually, I didn't expect him to turn in so quickly. Um, in his bottom left corner, I came up right up the flank of Obi. While Anakin went round the left flank. Um, Obi's Obi weathered the storm. Um, combination of evade, force, reroll from Lone Wolf got him out of all danger, and he dragged basically. I think he dragged Bosk, Lando, and Genesis Red to that right flank, which left Joy sat in her left, sat on her own basically. Um, and Anakin played the sort of uh, who dares wins game with her basically. He uh, he he fainted a little bit and sort of came back in and, and got behind her. 
Uh, I managed to, with the art maneuver, I managed to just plink enough damage in to scare her away. Um, and I basically, Obi-Wan was now behind Bosk, shooting into the rear with an auto blasters. And uh, yeah, it, it, she, she just, uh, it went to, it went to time. This game did definitely go to time, but it, uh, Bosk died in the very last shot, which was crazy. <laughs> like I say, the key points was basically getting my positioning spot on. Um, and in all fairness, using that using that Etta's pilot uh, ship ability to uh, special on Anakin to reposition before he moves in the system phase um, is such a powerful tool. Um, even though I've spent points get your supernatural precog on these ships, sometimes the best option is to just move before your opponent in the system phase and and sometimes block, which which I was doing this weekend as well. So yeah. Um, so game four was was a bit of a, a heartbreak for me, to be fair. Um, um, and I ended up actually playing my friend Brett. Uh, amazing guy, uh, flying a very good list. and actually made the top 16 cut. So, you know, shout out to him. Um, he was flying Obi-Wan in the Etta, like myself, uh, with Autoblasts and the Crit Droid. And I believe he had Patience. So, so, so no stealth device or nothing else on him. Really so cheap. Do we find out who's the better etter? Uh, my Obi Wan was actually the better etter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> and then he was running three PS2 arcs, 170s, with the R4P droid. Um, arcs don't have the best dial in the world. Um, hard three reds, four straight red, really slows them down. R4P droid makes it white. Um, or if they've done a Ball K, which is obviously a stressful maneuver. They can do any any basic maneuver on their dial and get rid of that stress. So, shout out to R4P droids. Really good for two points in the Republic faction. Oh, definitely. Especially on an on a, a 7B Jedi and an Aether Sprite. Hard one, what? Hard one blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. So Brett, me and Brett have a bit of a non-going thing. I can never beat him. Um, he can always read what I'm going to do. And in this game, I tried everything I possibly could to think outside the box. Um, I decided to put my Obi-Wan against his Obi-Wan, knowing full well I move after him. He's got a 10-point bid. i got a 19-point bid. Um, and i got supernatural reflexes. So I can literally react to whatever he does. Uh, so I basically outfly his Obi-Wan uh, completely. Um Fortunately, I don't get the crits I need into him. But he, he's down to, to one hole. Um, his arcs haven't even engaged at this point. Uh, and Anakin's sort of flying around somewhere at the bottom of the board. Uh, I use Anakin to try and draw them in, uh, which they do very well. Um, I knew I knew he'd commit very hard and quick, because he knows if I get away from him, having played my list before, I can do a lot of damage with his one hole ship, uh, one green agility ships. So Anakin, unfortunately, at range three, uh, gets shot at, which I didn't think was in. I did a one straight boost, thinking I was outside of range. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't, but the one bank boost to the left would have. Uh, I was a bit gutted. Um, he rolls three dice, two blanks and a hit, or it was two blanks and a focus, or something like that with a focus. So Anakin's being hit with one, with one, one result. So range three for me is five dice um, I have an ev I don't have an evade because I did the boost but I do have three force odds are you should be fine 
Anakin rolls five blanks. So the first shot into Anakin of the game, five blanks at range three, stealth device gone, I'm down to two hole. And Start getting a little bit twitchy at this point. It's rolls <laughs> like that, which is why I dived out of Republic into Resistance. A few shields and a lot more health. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we both agree the game is nowhere near over. Um, obviously, I'm not halved. His Obi-Wan is halved. At this point, I am winning the game. So there's a lot of jockeying for position. Uh, my Obi-Wan gets a good few shots into some arcs. Um, fortunately, being so tanky, it's very hard to plink them off with two dice guns. Um, and trying to get those bullseye shots just means it's it's I'm putting myself into harm's way for nothing, and that's not what my list wants to do. So I start to do the disappearing game. Um, and he starts to put his Obi-Wan into a bit of a danger zone for him. And I thought, right, I've got Anakin and Obi-Wan chasing his Obi-Wan down, if that makes sense. <laughs> There's a lot of Obi-Wans involved in this. Um, and I just can't hit him. He's got, you know, he, he's got that, that evade. He's got the two force or three force, whatever he has. I just can't hit him. And I overcommit. And I put my Anakin in a really dodgy position in my bottom left corner. Um, and I get shot by two arcs at range one. Out, one out oh. the rear, one out the front. Anakin, no stealth device. Did have an evade, but whether's the first shot, second shot coming in, three dice, plinks him off, takes him out. This is at 40 minutes as well, so I've got to basically kill his Obi-Wan and half two arcs to win the game. That's a lot of effort for Obi. <laughs> um, and at this point, I've got to start committing into attacking. Um, I go in... I get a little bit over-aggressive. Obi-Wan eventually just dies. Um, resulting in a... I think it was something like a 29 to 200 loss. It was something like that. It was a zero. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, because like, I feel like your list... If it's going to lose, it's going to lose hard. Because you yeah. get so many points put into the, each ship. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. But as you see, it does work the other way as well. Where yeah. no one hits it. You win by such a good margin. Yeah, I was thinking like I feel like your MOVs are going to be re like really extreme, right? Like because like like the yes. game could be super super close, but because of the way your ships are built, the MOV is going to not look like it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, going into game three, I was I was sixteenth in the tournament um, with a one-one, so that's really good. Uh, sorry, game four. Going to game four, I was sixteenth. Um, obviously, making the cut at that point and. Knowing me and Brett, we normally just destroy each other. So we just knew one of us was going to make the cut or have a chance. Um, but we gave it our all. We both went into it f you know, fully engaged. And Brett came out on top, which, you know, it, it, it isn't the... Uh, that's always the way it happens with me and him. <laughs> um, but going into game four, five, sorry, game five, I played against James, which is the same opponent as what Sean had. Again, three arcs to deal with. My heart just sank at this point because it's going to be an uphill battle. There's so much health to chew through. And he's got re-rolls for days on his attack dice. So I'm like, okay, this is going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to be honest, for the first 40 minutes of the game, I was ahead. Um, I did the same tactics again. Anakin literally drew his entire list down his left flank and then disappeared. Just absolutely disengaged. Um, where Obi-Wan came in from behind, um, 
I think it must have been turn three. I was getting shots of Obi Wan into his lap from behind. It was actually crazy. Um, he just decided to keep going forward, but a lot of people get sucked sucked into a um, a one decision thing with the arcs. It's K four um, when they get to that position. Let's, let's just do a K four, and the arc has a rear firing arc. Um, and to be fair, James' decisions to do those K fours put me at an advantage for the majority of the game. Um, I managed to get in behind with Obi. Anakin got on the flank. And it was going very well. Um, I have I basically got the the lap down to I think it was two hole before I made an inevitable mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, basically he his entire list to come down his left flank, turned around, come all the way back up, and pincered my Obi Wan in the, in the top right corner of the board. So stuck between three arcs and a lat. What do I do? Um, I'd just done this uh, purple talon roll and decided, right, I'm going to barrel roll boost and do a K5 somewhere. Sorry, do a five straight somewhere. Uh, misjudging my uh, my angles by not going around the table. Honestly, more mistakes and things to pick up on from this. Um, I decided to barrel roll to my left, boost left, and then five straight straight over a rock. Oh, um, I can imagine that went poorly. No, no, no. The the rock the rock decision was fine. It okay. was honestly the barrel in the system phase obviously committed me to being somewhere. So looking at it, I thought right, I can boost right and end in range one of two arcs. In the front arc, I thought, well, that's four dice. Okay. Um, if I go this way, I'm going to be probably out of arc. So I barrel to the left, and decided to then boost left as well. Sitting behind three arcs, <laughs> <laughs> I sat range one of two arcs from behind, and so uh, six dice to four dice, probably a better than my decision. But forgetting he had sinker, um, played really well with his sinker, got 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 some re rolls, and managed to take Obi Wan off the board from full health. Um, couple couple of factors played into that. I, I overcommitted with my Anakin, putting him at range two of Obi. So I lost my lone wolf re-roll. Um, rushing into the into the engagement to try and get some damage before Obi went. Um, and obviously going over that rock. This list does not want to be going over rocks. It needs all the actions it can get. Um, so Obi was dead, leaving Anakin to take out three arcs and a lad onto health. So that's a lot of uphill battle. Um, the game did end 29 to 200. Um, well, it was the half points on the lats, so his entire list was so cheap. Um, four, four ships all worth about 50 points, and they're so so tanky. Anakin couldn't deal with it, there was no way I was going to win, so I just decided, right, let's get the lat off the board to start with. And completely forgetting his wolf had a crack shot, did not go well. Oh, the, the Anakin range. Crack shot. <laughs> oh. I completely forgot about it. You know, we're like 50 minutes into a game. I, I rock up. He sticks his uh, his wolf in front, range one. I thought, okay, I've got a force. I'll get rid of your target lock, whatever it was you think he had, with my Anakin's pilot ability. And then he went, oh, three hits out of hand. And I went, three of, uh, what did I go? Two of aids. And he went, oh, crack shot. So Anakin's down to one hole at this point, going, oh, really? This is, this, this is not going well. And the next turn, Anakin went. So... 
it was a very, very close game. Um, to be fair, like all of them have been. Just some little minor mistakes. Um, forgetting triggers, putting yourself in just a silly place. Just cost you just cost me it basically. Um but I wouldn't say that any of my opponents flew badly. Uh, they all played very well. Um uh, game six was a bit of a, a wash really. I decided that I'd had enough, especially when I saw what I was playing against. If you can all guess by this point, it was it was arcs, <laughs> a lat, and a seven B I three Jedi. Uh, that's fair, a with, a, with. With, with a hell of a player behind it as well. Yes. Darren Granger of Sif Takers. Um which is a shame because he, he, I think he was currently two and three, and I needed you to smash him for any chance of me uh, <laughs> getting sixteenth and sneaking that in. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I I tried. Spoilers. Um, he he, uh, he finished one place above me with ten more MOV. I did give him two hundred MOV. To be fair, <laughs> zero to two hundred it went. So the whole point of this game was he knows how to play X Wing, and. Trying to, what's the word? Trying to outthink him didn't work. Um, I lost Anakin very quickly. He decided that, yeah, I'm not going to give you time to dance around and, and get behind me. Anakin went within four turns, I think it was. He got caught in the bottom corner and was just blown. Um, Odie caused me a lot of trouble, actually. I didn't realize he even had it. We didn't even discuss lists. We was just like, well, this is game six. And it was very much, do you just want to give up? And I was like, no, let's play it. Come all this way. Let's play the sixth game. You see how it goes. So I didn't I read his list, just got into it, knew the ships. But okay. Um, and Obi, and he, my list being what it does, evades very well normally. <laughs> so I've paid nine points to have a stealth device to give me all these green dice. Um, I evade the latch shot, not knowing Cody's there. Um, okay, I now have a strain token. Well, there goes my, my nine point evade my green dice um and then he shoots me with an arc uh obviously that doesn't go well <laughs> um because I, I have to spend the evade on the uh on the the lat shot giving me their strain so the arc hits obi and it's still just downhill um i don't manage to shoot anything for any damage obi can't even roll a focus to hit um it's all just blanks 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 and the game just went very quickly um, and I just said, mate, I've got one hole left against your entire list. Recall it, because I saw I K four Obi into the middle of all of his list, and boom, he goes. <laughs> just just for a bit of fun at the end. Um, yeah, so that's my six games. Um, the last three felt very disheartening, um, especially after playing Brett. Um, I feel like I kind of mentally I was in that state where I've had enough. <laughs> um, Purely from the fact is that, you know, we both wanted to do well. We don't generally see each other when we got there. And one of us was going to make the cut. One of us wasn't at that point. So, yeah, there you go, guys. That's my rundown. Um, Brilliant. I hope that was okay. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> fine, mate. I mean, I guess my question is, actually, is are you going to keep running Double Letter? I am going to run that list for this entire year. That is my good. list. Um, so you haven't given up on it, so it's all good. No, no, no. I might make minor tweaks here and there, thinking taking out maneuver off the Duke, purely for the fact is you can't use it in the bullseye because um, it's a forward arc shot, not a bullseye shot. Just little things like that might make a difference. So I think definitely, yeah, definitely going to bring it. If you're evading a lot, which you probably are with the Etters, then 
Duke's going to be good because they're both high initiative, so you're not likely to have spent your evade by the time that you use it. And exactly. even even if it's just forcing them to use a focus, that's a focus you're not taking on the on the return yeah, 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 shot. Of course, if you get I, shot, I, obviously. Exactly. I mean, there was times when outmaneuver. I was making the decisions. Um, I'm bullseye range two. Do I go for the outmaneuver or the extra dice? And Generally, the extra dice is better than rolling one less green. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, we'll roll the extra dice in the bullseye and forget the outmaneuver. So that's six points on my list I'm not using. Several rounds a game. Um, so, yeah, obviously, it all comes down to what you personally prefer on your list, I think. Um, but, I mean, all the lists I've played and make, I, I you know, I fly for six months. I, I don't change my list very often. I just fly one thing. I religiously fly it and fly it and fly it to the point where I like it, and then I go away with it and do what you know, and uh, do what I did this weekend and and previous weekends. So, oh god, I'm I'm the exact opposite. I fly it until I like have a bad result, and I'm like, yeah, time for a change. Do you know I what fly I've been a saying? List until I can think of a change, and then I change it, <laughs> and then I fly that list until I think of another change. Like case in point, I've got eight lists. Okay, this this is quite low for me. I've got eight lists saved on Yaz. Four of them are variations on a droid swarm that has like one change. It's crazy. I mean, I've got hundreds of lists, but it's just ideas. I don't use any of it. <laughs> Three, four, five. Five out of the eight lists I have on Yaz are droid swarms. Yeah, droid swarms are good. See, the only thing I would say to anyone who wants to get into X Wing or play X Wing is play what you want to play and enjoy playing what you fly. There is no point in playing this game to, to just be single-minded into winning, unless that's really what you want to do. Obviously, some people just want to play that. But generally, the game is, is a game, and we should all be enjoying it. And I think that's the key thing. That's oh, yeah. why I fly this list. Fly something you it love. Gives... If it's good, exactly. great. Um, right, so let's do the wrap-up. Uh, so thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, there won't be a video version of this on YouTube, because there's nothing to watch. Um, all the usual stuff. Uh, all of our previous matches, etc., are up on our YouTube channel, uh, Tin Can Gaming Network, or just search for Tin Squadron, it'll come up. Uh, we, as always, stream every other Tuesday on Twitch. Uh, that's about it, really. So, join us next week, uh, as Sam and I will be back. And on that note, I'll bid you all adieu. I'll say goodbye. And thanks for having me. Uh, it's a no pleasure. Worries. You're always welcome. Uh, I'll apologise now in advance, Stuart, if I edit some of your stuff. I won't make you sound like an idiot, don't worry. <laughs> it doesn't take much, mate. It doesn't he take he much. reserves that for me, so it's all good. Yeah.